Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. moments you can point to later when you can say, yep, that was a turning point. One of those happened yesterday as the New York Times hired its first openly Nazi, openly pro-Holocaust, openly pro-Hitler reporter to cover what? What else? Israel and the Hamas conflict. I've been talking for years on my radio show about the growing problem of virulent anti-Semitism on the left. As a person who's loves Twitter and who's been on Twitter for years. I said it before Megan McKean did, although I was glad she said it too. You get a comment from one of these toxic liberal trolls. You'll find them on my Twitter feed. You know, the Antifa soy boy types. And I always go back to their page to see what it is they actually believe. They almost all have one thing in common. They're young, they're white, they're liberal or Democrat, and they hate Jewish people. They want to overthrow the Jewish whatever crazy name they have for it. They are openly anti-Semitic. They thrived on Twitter. While so many good patriotic Americans who were never racist were silenced simply for supporting Donald Trump. Yep, and I wasn't the only one to say it. Meghan McCain went on The View, the daughter of former Senator John McCain, and lashed out at Jack Dorsey, who then owned Twitter, asking why they were allowing left-wingers to proliferate anti-Semitism on Twitter. The platform, nothing changed. I've been saying for years, Nazism is alive and well on the left. They wouldn't identify themselves that way. Well, not most of them, except the New York Times new reporter. We'll get to him in a minute. But um, if if you look at what the platform of the Nazis was, it bears an eerie resemblance to the Democrat Party's platform. The massacre, the bloodshed in Israel was a good test for these people. How would they react? And folks, the media has blacked out the worst of this. You've got to go to the actual Twitter feeds of the Israeli army, the Israeli government, to see what has really gone on here. Children tied down and burnt alive. Women and children raped to the point that when they did their autopsies, their pelvic bones were broken. This is absolute brutality. And you know what? That is why it is hitting so many of us right in the gut. Look, the idea of conflict between Gazans, Palestinians, Hezbollah, 
And Israel isn't exactly new. I mean, they're always lobbing rockets at each other. Nothing has changed. Uh, And, you know, a lot of us just kind of tune it out as what is always bet. This is a new page. And what is hitting us between the gut with these atrocities is that these aren't things we see in the Western world. They're not. We expect them in Yemen and some far-flung African village uh, where Islamists are clashing with Christians. We get it. These are terrible things. They happen in third world countries. They don't happen in the West. Even Israel believed that. That's why Israelis thought they could hold a raid right on the border between Gaza and Israel with no special protections whatsoever. Israel and its institutions had also gone woke, had gone soft, had gone Western, had forgotten the nature of the enemy, had forgotten that such atrocities could occur on Western soil. And Israel very much is Western soil in terms of being first world, being democratic. But the real gut punch that's causing such a sense of dis-ease in so many of us watching this is the left's reaction to this. The supposedly civilized, westernized, (laughs) democratic, what a joke, West and their reaction to this. Look, you and I know they hate us. You and I know they want to silence us and censor our speech. You and I know they support an FBI and cheer it on when it puts agents inside Catholic churches, persecutes Christians, spies on moms who just don't want their daughters raped at school by a boy in a skirt, spies and terrorizes parents who go to school board meetings to oppose their liberal school board members. We see these things, but it takes something like what just happened to show us how much peril we are in from the modern left, who they are, and what they'd ultimately support. If they were ever able to make America into a one-party system like China, what are they capable of? You got a glimpse behind that curtain this week at the New York Times. I can't say enough about how important this is. The New York Times stopped pretending and hired a Nazi to do their coverage of the Israeli Hamas conflict. Think about that. Before the butchery, the beheading of babies, of families, of innocent children, they didn't have a Nazi on their staff. In fact, the very Nazi that is now working for them, covering this, had been fired by them. His name is Solomon Hiji, H-I-J-J-Y. Remember that name, look for it in the byline. He is an open Nazi sympathizer, an unbridled fan of the Holocaust or mass murder of Jews. This isn't one of these things where we have to parse through his statements to figure out what he really means. He spelled it out with a post on social media in which he put up a picture of Hitler with this caption. He wrote it himself. How great you are, Hitler. In another post, he praised Hitler again and said he was, quote, in a state of harmony as Hitler was. During the Holocaust, he's been posting things like this since 2012. His most recent one was in 2018. And when they came to the attention of the New York Times, they got rid of him, cleared him out of the newsroom until now, when his name began to appear again in their bylines. It set Twitter, the last free speech bastion on earth, ablaze in absolute outrage as the word Nazi began trending on Twitter. Everybody talking about this. So the New York Times was finally forced 
to put out a statement. We reviewed problematic social media posts by Mr. Hiji when they first came to light in 2022 and took a variety of actions to ensure he understood our concerns and could adhere to our standards. What? Folks, they're not even hiding it anymore. To bring him back now, you know what this is? This is bloodlust. They were so inspired by the Jewish massacre that they saw with Hamas that they can't get enough of it, folks. This is who they are. And if this doesn't even bother them, if they were inspired by this to bring this guy back who they'd parted ways with, they are capable of condoning this on our own soil. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mark my words. This is one of those eye-opening moments when you look back and go, wow, I guess I ignored who they really were. This is who they really are. Now, keep in mind, this is a publication, the New York Times, that has repeatedly castigated Donald Trump as Hitler. In article after article, they warned of a Nazi uprising, of the need for our intelligence institutions to monitor Trump's supporters. That's probably why they started doing it, because we were in danger of a Nazi resurgence. Why? Well, here's one of their articles. Trump had used the term enemy of the people to describe the media. They are the enemy of the people. If this podcast doesn't prove that, I don't know what does. They said Hitler used the term one time, too. Ergo... Trump was Hitler. Thus, the New York Times raged, we were at risk as a country of slipping into Nazism. We must reject Trump. Folks, I don't read the New York Times. I I think it's a joke of a paper. That's not my point. What this is, is the left coming out of the closet, both about who they are, fascist, anti-Semites, but more importantly, what they'll tolerate, the mass murder of women and children by those they agree with like Hamas, and especially given this move right now, what they're inspired by. And that, again, is Hamas's mass murder of innocent women and children. You cannot look at this any other way. Given the timing of this rehired decision, I'll say it. They were so inspired by Hamas's butchery, they wanted no less than a terrorist sympathizer in their newsroom, no less than a Holocaust celebrator in their newsroom right away. And I'm not alone in this. No less than the ambassador from Israel to the UN, Gilead Erdan, was horrified. He tweeted this. The New York Times has just rehired a Nazi. Let that sink in. Soleiman Hiji praises Hitler and the New York Times rehires him. We all saw how the New York Times immediately parroted Hamas's lies regarding the Al-Ahi Hospital a story which Hiji contributed to, I'll get to that in a minute, and still refuses to retract those fabrications. 
He concludes his tweet with this. Every Jew must understand that not reading or advertising in Hamas mouthpieces is an integral part of our right to self-defense, and we must defend ourselves. He's talking about from the New York Times on U.S. soil. Now think about this for a minute. Just to contrast this, this is the same publication whose staff was in open rebellion, went wild, because very moderate, Republican Senator Tom Cotton was allowed by the editorial page editors to publish an op-ed simply advocating for the idea of using the National Guard to put down violent Democrat George Floyd protests when they destroyed public property. Not exactly radical, but it was for them. With the newsroom in full rebellion against this atrocity, they ironically called Nazism. Again, the atrocity was the publication of an op-ed by a sitting U.S. senator. Um, The guy who made the decision, a guy by the name of James Bennett, was fired. His deputy was reassigned for the error. And Adam Rubenstein, a talented young editor, um, was scapegoated and pushed out. He ultimately resigned. Okay, This is all about Tom Cotton's words, which allegedly put the lives of black New York Times staffers in danger. Now, let me ask a question. Where's the rebellion against the Hitlerite, the Nazi, Hiji? Where is that? Where are the staffers refusing to work? Where are the staffers demanding resignations? There aren't any. Which, after the Cotton protest, tells you this. They're all okay not just with murdering Jews or Jewish civilians, but Jewish women and children civilians in the most brutal of ways. Do not forget this lesson because they are capable of supporting similar things on our soil. This proves it. And what are they busy doing this week? Demanding the package that Joe Biden has put together. I call it the World War III package because it funds every side of this war so they have the, the money to go on opposing Israel and drag us into it. The package that has $3.5 billion for Gaza. You can only deliver that to Gaza by giving it to their government. Their government is Hamas. That's right. Hamas isn't just the terror organization that cut off babies' heads. No, no. They're also the elected government of Gaza. The media has really downplayed that, but it doesn't change the fact. Ironically, it was Senator Tom Cotton this weekend who underlined what it would mean if we fund both sides in the war, especially after it rewards Hamas for the butchery of women and children. Are you in favor of finding a way to get humanitarian aid into Gaza now or not? No, humanitarian aid under the present circumstances is really just a euphemism for resupply of Hamas terrorists. Um, To me, the surprising thing is not that Israel cut water and power to Gaza, it's that Israel ever provided water and power to Gaza in the first place. Again, we we didn't provide humanitarian aid to the Japanese or the Germans in World War II. We didn't pay Al-Qaeda's electricity bill after 9-11. We shouldn't expect Israel to do these things either. Why is Hamas so desperate for water and power? It's because their tunnel network depends on electricity for ventilation and water to keep their their, uh, terrorists fighters ready to rumble. Um, and we're trying to smoke, or Israel's trying to smoke them out of those tunnels. Um, so no, I, I do not think that we should be calling for Israel to bend over backwards to allow humanitarian aid to enter that country. Look, Hamas has governed Gaza for 17 years now. 
Uh, they could have spent all those tens of billions of dollars they got in international aid on power plants, water plants, uh, and food. They instead spent it on missiles and tunnels. Um, and, and now there's consequences. To Want to thank PhD Weight Loss, as always, for sponsoring this podcast and to thank them for how easy they made my weight loss journey and the journey of my manager, Steve, and my producer, Chris, and also my news director, Lee, um, and so many people here who've tried the PhD plan and Trunken. It even has a name now. The staff, our sales staff, calls it the PhD look. It's skinny and healthy. And now you can do it from home. There's somebody in every state, all 50 of them doing the PhD weight loss plan. In fact, some people who live right here prefer to do it from home because you can make it so much more convenient for your schedule. So if you would like to lose the weight, but also to keep it off, if you want to find out what's going on with PhD and my PhD at home, look them up. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. That's MyPhDWeightLoss.com. with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 